The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Tuesday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos, the official chip and the official dip of the Dallas Cowboys. Here from the star in Frisco, we are glad to be with you here on DallasCowboys.com. And goodness gracious, we've got a great show in front of you. Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips will be here in a couple moments. I'm Kyle Yeomans, and gentlemen, it is a Tuesday following the bye week. Let's get it. The Cowboys were on the practice field yesterday. Usually at this point, I would go to Rob Phillips for our news and our notes. Mm. He is not at the moment. He is doing more important things, I guess, to to lead in. But I'll start off with how are you guys doing? I'm fantabuloso. That's a new one. Yeah. I like it. It's new. Got the orange on for for Halloween. Like is that, that what that is? Yeah, mix it up, you know. Little what do you guys? What do you guys uh, coming at is uh, for Halloween? Are you guys uh, doing anything special? I've got the scariest costume out there. Uh, okay, I'm Trayvon Diggs, and I'm gonna wear a, a jersey. Ah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. He's the scariest thing to opposing quarterbacks right now. See what you do there. Oh, good. I'm not actually gonna yeah. do that. Just by the way. Oh, come on, I haven't full on dressed up for Halloween in a very long time. Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't committed to Halloween in a long time. Are you in though this year? I mean, I mean, you know, we may or may not have an appearance on a show. You know, mm-hmm. we might, we may be doing something. Oh, you am, I stay... ruining, am I ruining? Am I ruining? No, you're not ruining anything. No, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of shows on DallasCowboys.com. There are a ton of them. Okay, a ton mm-hmm. of them. You just got to stay tuned. Maybe people need to watch them all. Yeah, kind of like Pokemon. You got to catch them all. You need to watch them all. Oh, good. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm, I'm going to be brother man this year. Ooh. I'm going to be brother man this year. I like that. Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been Romy Rome. You've been Rome. You've been Rome. I've been Romy. <laughs> no, Dragonfly Jones. Dragonfly Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've done my share of Martin uh, characters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good, man. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm getting my car. I was Party Bob one time. <laughs> No way. Party Bob from Marcus. No, yes. you were not. Oh, party yes. Bob. When I was playing in Seattle, we did, we did a Halloween party. I think my, uh, Marcus True Fun, I think, threw a party. And we went, I went as Party Bob from Mark. And if you guys don't know who Party Bob is, go look up Martin Lawrence and then Party Bob. Party Bob. Look it up on YouTube. That was me. I had the hair and the, and the face, yeah, and the, uh, the jacket, and the jeans, and the boots. Oh, yes. I would have paid money to see that, dog. I thought that was hilarious. It was awesome. Oh, man. I don't know that character yet, but I am going to go look this oh, please up look as soon as the no. show is over. Please look it up. Because I could just imagine, just from your rendition. Yes, you have no yes, idea. It is awesome. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, it was the best one I've ever looked at it. Nice. Well, good. So. You got Brother Man to be determined later or to be a, a, appeared later. Mm, That's stay probably tuned. the best way to say it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I have a party on Saturday that it requires a costume. Okay. And I have no clue what I'm doing. Zero idea. So we're going to figure it out. leave that up to someone else and she'll take care of it for you. Lorena? Yeah. Yeah, she's working. So mm. I'm kind of on my own. Ah, well, so you can go to a haunted house. What? So you can do a haunted house since she's busy. You want to go to a haunted house? We can go. 
Let's go. Let's go. All right, we'll do it. Heck was coming too. <laughs> you snoop, pick him up. Snoop a loop. <laughs> I'm looking out. I'm looking out. The, I'm looking out the door for Rob. Usually Rob is is, is my conscience. Nobody grabs you. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, help me. Oh man. CB, do you do scary houses? Yeah, I'll do scary houses. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you won't. Little haunted house. It was, it was, it was delay. Yeah. It no, was no, delay. no, no, no. I had. Well, I had. In here, you have to turn down. Like I knew, three I knew things you were going to use that. To do that. <laughs> you know that too. Oh goodness! No, yep. but I will not be in town on Saturday. So. <sighs> well, if anybody out there, I'm, we're, we're playing in Minnesota, I bro. Know. I, gotta, I thought you got a private jet. I'm sorry. No, no, I have a private jet called American Airlines. So Rob, <laughs> yeah, Rob has a built-in excuse. Heckman does not. So mm. it'll be us three going to the haunted house, and whoever else Good out deal. there for talking Cowboys Nation. Y'all know. tell me how I go. Anybody in Dallas, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. We'll go to I'm a haunted friend. house. I'm that friend. I'll support you. But tell me how it works. Hey, just, I hate it. Anybody just, who's just, working at haunted house, I promise you, if you touch me, I'm swinging. I don't care what liability form I sign. Me? If you touch me, I'm swinging. It's fair game. Yeah, call in. You can take our guys to a haunted house. Just call yeah. in. And we'll we get go. your number. Boom. Any suggestions? Well, you guys, well, please send in your suggestions. Well, well, suggestions. Please tweet us your ha- your haunted house suggestions uh, that, that the four of us should go. Yes. Look yes. at it. As soon as he said haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Rob Look at Phillips. that face. Look at that face. Robby Island, baby. <laughs> I thought I'd walk into that conversation talking haunted houses. Huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Haunted house. We're, we're that expecting. sounds wonderful. We're the waiting on some tweets to come through. We're waiting on the news and notes segment, which just sat down. <laughs> That's Fair exactly enough. right. Fair enough. So you want to update us on news and notes? Correct. First, first yeah. of all, I just want to say, first of all, I'm out on that. Just like I'm out on, just like I'm out on this competition. That's never going to happen. Ooh. I'm out on both. Ooh. I told him. I said I'm waiting I'm, on you to I'm, come through the door. I'm basic <laughs> AF man. Like I don't want to do any of that crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tuesday, and I sure. love it. Rob, he is in the building. Coasters. Do you do roller coasters, Rob? I didn't get on a roller coaster till I was 25. Oh, oh my lord! Oh. And I only did like two, and was like, I, never I need again. you to watch the original <laughs> Fast and Furious. I okay? love it. You know, I need you to watch that. I love that. Movie. Do you like Vin Diesel? I live my life a quarter mile. I need time. you to live your life a quarter mile at a time. Uh, when you turn 40, things change. Dang it, Rob. Don't you do just this. Told you just said 25. Yeah, you just told me you didn't ro- ride a roller coaster until you were 25. Yeah, because I'm scared of heights. That just opens the door <laughs> to so heights. many more questions, Rob. <laughs> you're scared Rob. of falling from heights. Both. Rob, you haven't <laughs> rode a roller coaster until you were 25. Don't lie. Yeah, Are you serious? I swear to God, I used to make up excuses not to go with my friends. <laughs> do you know how to roller skate? Yeah, I love roller skates. Skateboarding, but I can do it. Right. Skateboarding. You've been rock climbing, bro. <laughs> Never rock climbing. That boy's legs are shaking. <laughs> hey. <Dude's> like, <laughs> I've never tried the rock climbing. No, we ain't going. Hey, hey, why, hey, Rob, go put up the Christmas lights. The hell I am. Me, me. Rob's tall. So oh, God. If it's 6'5 or above, I ain't doing it. <laughs> Come on, man. Are you serious? Can we table this till later? I mean, we've got things to talk about, man. Yeah, this guy's not a thrill seeker at all. Oh, hell no. Oh, I love this. Oh, man. Hell no. Hey, I'm not mad at oh, you, Rob. Right. I'm out. 
Oh, I'm out. Oh, <laughs> I love that. That was the that might have been my fir- my favorite oh, first eight minutes of this show oh, ever. All right, Rob, let's get in. <laughs> let's get into talking Cowboys. Let's talk Cowboys. Let's what, talk Cowboys. What happened yesterday? If anybody's still listening. Yep. News and notes for the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Jerry Jones went early today on the fan yeah. and uh, gave a little bit of a Dak update. He said he was very encouraged by mm. what Dak did out there yesterday. I don't think they had like a full, full normal practice, but they did a little something out there apparently. Um, So that's encouraging. But he said, look, I mean, I talked about this yesterday. They're going to take the whole week and make sure there's nothing Mm -hmm. that he's not responding well to with the calf after practice and all that. So uh, they're leaving their options open there, but I think they're they're very hopeful he will start Sunday. And no boot yesterday was a big storyline. He walked out of the facility to cheer on a team member, cheer on a staff member doing a workout on the field and thus showing that the boot is not, no longer there on that right foot. Yeah. Uh, nutritionist on staff was running, and he was he was encouraging him. Um, Jerron Curse was also talking at the time, and I think that kind of made a point to kind of slide both feet out the door just to kind of show there's no boot there. I think maybe he was doing that just to kind of show the media, like, Y'all are y'all are tripping. Like th- this is gonna be fine. We'll see. We'll see. But I, I think they're they're very hopeful. Do you think kind of we laid it out yesterday on Talking Cowboys? So if you want to go back and listen to it, you can. But we kind of talked about how much are they gonna push him in practice. Do you think anything has changed in that regard of how much he'll be limited throughout the week leading into Sunday? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if like Wednesday they're gonna jump him right into full practice they might uh you know it may be kind of like hey how's it going how do you feel after individual how much do you want to do and just kind of go from there um i zach zach martin talked about how he remember he strained his calf late in the season and he said i don't know if it's the exact same injury but you know sometimes it feels great sometimes it doesn't you know i might wake up one day and it's great the next day no so they really just want to keep it you know just on a day by day by day by day Mm -hmm. basis Meet quarter mile at style. a time. Yeah, meet quarter the parents. Quarter mile style. at a time. Man. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And Stephen Jones also talked on the fan about Lyle Collins. He had some interesting things to say about the starting right tackle, and I say that starting right tackle with a little bit of a, a question mark around it. What did what did Stephen Jones say specifically, and what did you take from what his remarks were? Um, I would be paraphrasing. I think he said something to the effect of, you know, they they're really excited. He's back. Jerry said the same thing this morning, basically. He has not played a lot of football if you go all the way back to 2020. Um, so they want to get him into practice and see how he responds. And, you know, I think conditioning is a factor there, too, and just see where he's at. Um, I, I don't get the sense they're, they're willing to just take the job from him. But I think in the back of their minds, they know they have options. If it's not yeah. – if it doesn't go how they hope. Now, they, I don't think they have to say that publicly, but – Terrence Steele has played well. So, Lyle Collins, you mean a lot to us. We're going to get you back in here. Um, but they do have a guy who's shown he can step in and play at that position. Is that a possibility, guys, because of, I mean, Lyle Collins, like you just said, he hasn't played a whole lot. One game in what, 21 games? Jesus. He, is what he had played? Yeah. 22 games? I guess one out of 22 is what it would be. That's not a lot of football that he's been playing over the last two seasons going back to 2019. Is there a possibility he is not the starter on Sunday? 
And, and maybe just adding a, a layer to that, when you talk about options, yeah. I think those options have you know kind of perked their ears a little bit to the fact that maybe right now, especially the way that this whole suspension was handled and the, the controversy involved in it, that they're like they, they're probably a little PO'd with him uh, with the way that he handled his business off of the field. So having Steele there is maybe just a way to let him know as well, oh, yeah, we have options options and to, to just basically say look you got to get your stuff together and and I appreciate that there's no he didn't lose it due to an injury he do, lost his position due to a suspension and still has filled in nicely and so look let's not play around with this we won't lay out back but still has done a really good job and I think the way that Dak is getting the ball out of his hands has definitely helped his offensive line and so continuing that knowing that these guys have rhythm with each other for the last five games do you want to interrupt that but I just believe as a player Leo Collins is leaps and bounds better than what we're, we have seen with still yeah <clears throat> I'll just be re- reiterating what you guys have said still's done a great job filling in um Lyle's obviously that dude that's why he gets paid like that dude um, but to you guys' point he hasn't played a lot and so the the coaches are not going to put somebody who is not in condition um yet um, at that position that is fully responsible to the health of your quarterback. So if, if Lyle mm-hmm. goes out there, they put him on the field, and he is not in game shape, and he gets tired and on a play because he's gassed because you did not get him in enough shape to play in the game, that player goes off and he hits Dak and hurts Dak. Who's at fault now? Yes, yep. sir. Yeah. So they're not going to put him in that position. So if he doesn't play, it's because of his conditioning. Or risk an injury to him. Yeah, right? That if, too. If, that know, too. Because the other part of it was late in training camp, he had – I think he had multiple stingers, it kind of, or resurfaced late in camp. He didn't pl- practice a lot. Then he's got these five games, and he was here part of the time, but not the whole time during suspension. He was able to do certain things at the building. I think it, it, it could be as simple as, and you know what, Sean asked a, a great, Sharif asked a great question too, Jerry, to your point, heck, about do you trust, is there any problem there with reliability based on the suspension? And Jerry said, no, we, I trust him. So it may simply just be, Maybe he doesn't start against Minnesota. Maybe there's this kind of ramp up period, and if they like what they see within a week or so, maybe it's I don't I forget the next game. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. they play the Broncos after Minnesota, but uh, kind of to your point about what Jerry said, that was really kind of what laid it out for me, it, and it goes along with both of what you guys were saying. I don't think anything with the suspension is going to play into. The, the whole situation with him starting over Terrence Steele, it's whoever's the best suited right tackle to protect Dak Prescott. This week. Got to be the best so. guy out there at this moment. And if it is Terrence Steele, it's going to be 78 out there. But for the most part, like you said, Lyle Collins is the guy. And 71 most likely is going to be your starter on Sunday. So Tyron Smith is Tyron Smith, and you don't worry about his matchup. And so every week we've been talking about Terrence Steele and his matchup and what we're going to do with tight ends to protect him. You're going to need your tight ends uh, a lot in this game to get out in coverage because of what they do so well for the Vikings at the second level. But he has a matchup versus Daniil Hunter. And Daniil Hunter is, is a dude. And he's he's known for putting pressure on. So uh, Terrence Steele, he's he's gone up against the Bosa's. He's gone all the names he's seen. So Daniil Hunter is just going to be another name on that list. And when you talk about going, what we're going to do next week, um, uh, I think the Broncos have a guy that's pretty good too. Yeah, they've got that fifty-eight Von Miller coming off yeah. the edge, something yeah. like that. So, they've got a couple guys actually in that yeah. seven. Uh, do you think there will be a rotation then based on that because of maybe the conditioning from Lyle Collins and then the game readiness of Terrence Steele and what he's shown you? There's a chance. 
There's chances you see a couple <laughs> plays, a couple drives yeah, off here I and there? I mean, if I'm the coach, I, I want to get him, a, a, get him, you know, a quarter, if not a half of reps in, uh, in preparation for next for next game. So maybe a steal the first half, and then Collins, depending on where the game's at, <clears throat> hopefully you're up enough where you feel good enough to say, okay, Collins, go ahead and get out there. Let's get you, get some reps underneath your legs um, before you take on that 58 dude. Have but, you heard anything about that? I have not, but I, I – I that was our mailbag question today. I don't think it's on the website yet. And maybe I thought maybe it's a silly question. I, I, like because you don't see offensive linemen rotate. You see nope. defensive linemen rotate. Is there is that possible or is that is there so much chemistry that's needed there that you can't really do that because the the, the fan was asking not only about Steele and, and Lyell but maybe McGovern rotating in some too, mm-hmm. which I think that's a lot of pieces to shuffle yeah, in the no. course of a I game. I think I think I think Steele and Collins are interchangeable in that regard. I think you can afford to rotate those guys one half in, other half in, because um, he's playing next to Zach Martin. He's playing, but not I mean not only that. I mean how long <laughs> those guys out. those guys have played next to each other for a while. Yeah. Right. So I mean, there's no lack of. Uh, communication in that regard. It, like, it really comes down to, to conditioning. Mm. That's an interesting point because you see it at the collegiate level. I mean, Heckman and I did a game Saturday where outside of the center position, all four other offensive line spots would shift from mm. drive to drive. I mean, Which was, was weird very, to see. It was. It was odd. <laughs> it, they played a total of nine offensive linemen on a regular rotation. I don't encourage that happening, and nor, no. the, nor is it fun <laughs> to watch, but – just based off of what Mike McCarthy has said. <laughs> it looks like the Keystone Cops every play. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. Yeah. It's like, uh, who is this guy? Who's reporting? Based off of Mike McCarthy and what he has said about the continuity of the offensive line and having that 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 lack of a revolving door and having that communication, I don't know if there would be much of a rotation, but if there was a position to do so, I think it would be easy to do it or easier to do it at right tackle. All right. Let's step aside. When we come back, give us a call. We're answering your questions, Cowboys Nation, 888-855-2297. Give us a call, 888-855-2297. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. 
Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Grisol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to Talking Cowboys. It's great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard that Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team. You can join him to do great work with great people for great pay. Apply now at jobs at caliber.com. That's jobs at caliber.com. He cracked himself up. Yeah. Yeah. Why what are you laughing at? You're eating a donut. It's not a donut. On the show? Okay, it's, it's a, a kolache, fine. Either <laughs> way. Potato and eggs. I get it. A kolache is fantastic. Mm, but yes. What, what are you laughing at? I saw a message. It made me chuckle. Oh, okay. So you're not laughing at yourself? No. Oh, I thought you were no. laughing at yourself. The market's doing I'm well laughing today. at anybody who decides not to go to Caliber Collision and freaking get a job. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I'm laughing at. Get, get you guys are missing out on opportunity. Goodness. Go get this freaking money. Way to bounce back. That's yeah, pretty good. Got that. <laughs> uh, all right. We, we, are, be quicker. <laughs> <laughs> we are taking your calls here this morning, 888-855-2297. We want to hear your thoughts on the Cowboys season so far and what you think about the upcoming matchup against the Minnesota Vikings. We've got Bob from Nashville on the line. Bob, thanks for calling again. You're on Talking Cowboys. Sure. Hi, fellas. How you doing? What's doing up, Bob? Good. Hey, um, thanks. Great show. Um, just three things that I wanted to run by you guys. I mean, you can answer in one question, but um, three things that I really see a concern, and I love the way the boys are playing right now, but penalties, I think we're 31st in the league in penalties, um, big plays, and then I'm really still concerned about our run defense. And I wanted to see what you guys thought about that because I think over the next five, six games, we're going to be playing some teams that – if we continue down that road with these three issues, I think it's going to bite us in the butt. But I just want to see what you guys thought about that. Uh, thanks. Have a good day. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate your call. B.O.B. with a tough question. Yeah, no, and I agree <laughs> on all three of those. I think there have been too many penalties. You saw that front and center in the first half of the New England game where shooting yourself in the foot was ultimately what made that game close. The run defense has – It's. I think in my – in the eye test, it's been better, but rankings-wise, it has not been better. And then, of course, uh, like you said, the big play, we've known that's been an issue. But, Rob, what do you think about those three? That was actually something we talked about. I brought it up at the end of mix shots last week was run defense. And the big plays in the passing game are obvious. they got to cut down on those. Joe Witt talked a lot about that last week. But I, I wonder if teams are going to try to test the Cowboys on the run. The problem is they teams have been behind so much. They've been beating up on teams, and they haven't run the ball. The Patriots made an effort on like two separate drives. We're just running right at you. Mm-hmm. And they had some success. And I, I, I forget the number, heck. I brought it up last week. It, the Cowboys have like 190 carries so far. Opponents are like 120-something. Exactly. They, they haven't been tested as much. I do, I'm with Kyle. I think it's better. Um, but... Dalvin Cook's coming. So how, how do they how do they handle that? They they did a pretty good job on him last year. So we'll see. Unfortunately, Bob, you can't be great at everything. Um, and when it comes to the big plays, big plays come with playing man to man. You play man to man coverage, and you get pressure up front. You're going to be you know you're going to be subject to some big plays occasionally. So yes, you want to cut that down, but the big plays that we give up don't 
put us at a disadvantage to winning the ball games. I get, that sounds real bad, but that's the reality of it. So you're going to give up. You give up big plays occasionally to ensure that you play man-to-man coverage majority of the time and keep that pressure on your, with your front seven. Um, on the penalties, that's just guys got to play smarter. That's guys uh, they got to put the derringer away, stop shooting themselves in the foot, and um, that's just that's just being intentional about being, you know fundamentally sound um, and then doing the things that you're supposed to do and not to hurt your team. And that's, you know, personal fouls, that's holding, that's all those things. A lot of that stuff just comes from being lazy uh, with your mechanics. Um, and then what was the last portion? The last portion was the run defense. Um, the run defense is, yes, I do agree with you. That's something that we have to sure up. But to Rob's point, you know, this particular team, it doesn't kill you. Uh, as long as you're up, <laughs> as yeah. long as you're, as long yeah. as you're up, it doesn't kill you. So yes, you want to stop it, but you have to kind of pick your poison in this league. Do you want to stop the run? Do you want to stop the pass? If we're a team that's built to stop the pass, then we are obviously going to give up some rushing yards. But by a team rushing against us effectively, as long as we're ahead, they can't eat away too much clock because it's at a disadvantage to them having an opportunity to win a ball game. The rushing yards thing is is so intriguing to me because they're fifth. In the NFL, thank you. In terms of rushing yards allowed, that's not very no, not, not, not bad. bad at all. They've been playing ahead. The other the other side of it is in terms of yards per play, they're 18th, so they're middle of the road in terms of yards per play, and that I think is a direct indication that teams are going away from the run throughout the course of a game because they're trying to play catch up and they're trying to keep yep. pace with this offense. But if you're giving up 86 yards per game, and like Rob said, it's not like they've been ultra-tested at the moment. You had Saquon Barkley for a, uh, a half, you had, or not even a half at that point. You had Chubba Hubbard, no Christian McCaffrey. You're going to have Dalvin Cook on the horizon. This is going to be the best test to this point, I think, for the run defense. So let's go in the hot tub time machine back to 2020. Ooh, I like that. Ah, let's All do right. it. He almost let's, got his arm taken. Let's go. <laughs> let's go back. All right, because right now, if you guys have forgotten about the Cleveland game where we gave up oh, 300 God, yards. Ra- no, because I, I think that oh, right. we have to go mm. to the comparison so that people can keep in context where this defense is right now hey the first couple of games we were not, we didn't give up a hundred yard rusher uh, I think the in and, and you guys are gonna fact check me on this but but I think the first hundred yard rusher we gave up was last week mm-hmm. it was okay so like I know we're nitpicking and, and we want this defense to be you know 85 bears that's what people pull out when they talk about a great defense but still I think that when you look at what the defense did last year and you do in a comparison I think these guys are leaps and bounds better than what they were yes Dalvin Cook is is going to be at Bank of America Stadium waiting on them, and he's one of the best in the business. But I believe our defensive front and our linebackers, and along with Jerron Curse, I think that should help you sleep at night knowing that this defense is doing some really good things at the front line to stop the run. Where I think we definitely have to make a be- improvement is the big plays in the passing game. I think teams are gashing us, and it and it's true. We're playing with a lead, and they're having to play from behind, and maybe that's where those yards are coming from. But that's all in all, I think from a rush defensive standpoint, we have fixed a lot of the cracks that we had. No doubt. No doubt. It's definitely better. And But <clears throat> Isaiah's right, too, about the big plays. Because Trayvon Diggs is going to match up. He's going to play man. And there's been times when he's going to guess, and he's going to take some chances, and, and it's it's helped him get turnovers. Yep. It will also – he's going to give up some plays, too. And and on the other side as well, and some of that is due to playing from behind. I'd like to see how many times 
teams have thrown on the Cowboys compared to other defenses. I mean, that that's that's lopsided too because they've been in some blowout games. So it some of the stats are skewed, but I think there there's definitely room for improvement on both sides. You have to look at the story that the stats tell. You can't just look yeah, at rankings and say that's cut don't. and dry. Yeah, yeah, please don't look at that. I mean, because the reality is, yes, Heckma, our running our running defense has improved drastically. However, if we play a game, um, say we play Tampa again. Say we just run into those guys down the road, and we have a close game because we're, we're pretty evenly matched, and we get into a close, a tight knit game, they're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball, and we really aren't stopping anybody from running the ball. Teams are just simply abandoning the run. Yeah, yeah. So this can come back and bite us if we don't sure this up. To your point, Bob, if we don't tighten this up when we get in a close game against a team that can that can go head to head with us scoring wise, and it's and it's tight and where it's a one possession game, teams will decide. Okay, y'all can't. Y'all, you guys are giving up over four yards of rush. We'll just run the ball three times straight. No, I, and I and I agree with that. And I hope to, and I hope to see Tampa again because we because you know what. <laughs> We're going to run on them because mm-hmm. we did. Yeah. Yep. And so that's going to be the difference between I like it. seeing them again as head well. To head. Huh, head to head. Let's go. Head to head. I like that. <laughs> uh, no. ah. By the way, out of the top five teams, just kind of going along yeah. with, with, a ban- or with stopping the run and then giving up the big play additionally, out of the top five teams in run defense so far this year, Tampa Bay, Cleveland, New Orleans, Baltimore, Dallas, that's the five, only f- – one of those are in the top 20 in passing defense as well. Only one, and that's yep. Cleveland. Everybody else in the top five is 23rd if you're Tampa Bay, 20th if you're New Orleans, 29th if you're Baltimore, and Dallas is sitting at 28th in terms of passing yardage allowed. So there is a balance. Yep. It's yeah, always going to be there. That balance, is, and especially like what Rob was saying, if teams are abandoning the run, throwing more, that's how that number is going to skyrocket as well. All right, we've got Alex from Arkansas on the line. Alex, how's it going? It's all good. It's good, babe. How are y'all doing? Man, we're good, yeah. Alex. Yeah. What's happening? Yes. Kyle, man, I appreciate, I appreciate the job you do. Rob P., Hagman, Isaiah. Hey, man, I don't even have a question. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I've been in the valley, down in the valley with the Cowboys 1-15 and 15 season, and I've been to the mountaintop three times in the 90s. Man, I'm just excited about the prospect of what we could do because Isaiah hit the nail on the head about everything. The culture change, the talent, the competition in, uh, in, in, in camp, everything. And we, the only defense in, the, in this league that could stop our offense is the Cowboys' offense. Mm. It's all about execution. It is ridiculous what Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn has done to this team. Man, I just want to wish you all a blessed day. I love the Cowboys. And a, a blessed day in a week. Man, you all do a great job. We thank you all. You guys are the closest thing we could get to get to the Cowboys. And I, I listen to the podcast every day faithfully That's because honest. I'm not able to call in. And I need to get to work before I get in trouble. <laughs> and a blessed week. Man, go, you too, Cowboys. go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. There you go, Alex. You too, man. Yeah, appreciate the love. And, That's man, so awesome. They, uh, That's a smart dude. That is a smart dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, I love that. He kind of talks about just the – kind of portrays what a lot of Cowboys fans are feeling right now. Yeah. Kind of portrays all of that. And so that's that's always awesome. We love calls like that. All right. Scott from Wyoming on the line. Scott, how's it going? You're on Talking Cowboys. Oh, excellent. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. 
I uh, long time fan, and uh, one of the one of the cool things this season is watching Dak take command of the team. Watch Staubach do it, and and on. And it's it's a neat process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no and, doubt uh, about I'm it. Just, yeah, um, you guys. Uh, I think it was like yesterday. Um, you were talking about you know trades and stuff like that. You know, at the end of every season, we always or at the free agent period, we always end up. You know, we can't afford a lot of guys. So you know, I would I would try to keep as many people as they can afford. You know, looking at that and all, and so. Um, that uh, you know, that's definitely uh, you know always something to think about. Yeah, those are two very good points. I mean, you talk about Dak Prescott and the way that he has kind of transitioned into that leadership standpoint, and, and from a quarterback right, position, bye. especially at at the Cowboys. Thanks for the call, Scott. Uh, especially at the Cowboys, you're the face of the franchise, and not just a franchise, the franchise in terms of sports and American sports, and even across the world, you are the face of potentially the sport. And so Dak has really embraced that, not only with the contract, but with his play on the field. And I think that's something that is, uh, has definitely been looked at from Cowboys fans. And I'll, I'll get into the trade talk in a minute because he did bring up a, an interesting point there. But what do you think about what he said about Dak? Yeah, I would just say, it, it, to his point, like it, it takes a certain level of uh, mental toughness to, to play here and play this position yep. here yep. because there's a lot of great that comes with it and there's a lot of criticism that comes with it. Um, probably too much on both sides depending on how you're how you're doing so it takes a certain guy who's able to handle that uh, all that pressure in addition to the physical talents that you have and Dak has that and he showed it just by coming back from the injury last year um how mentally tough he is Yep. no I agree ditto I mean he's he's the he's the guy I mean he's the guy for a reason I mean obviously everybody talks about New York when they talk about quarterbacks and the stress of being a, you know the guy in New York it's nothing in comparison to, to here it just isn't um I, just, I say they're second fiddle uh but Dallas has a lot of stress and he handles it with grace so he's he's a great dude for that is there another place even close no. maybe if you're a fortune 100 CEO or something like that <laughs> I mean that's it's the premier job in the in, a, in the world. Who yeah. who wouldn't want to be the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys and just the lineage and the legacy that comes with being a quarterback here? And I think he was born for the pressure that he's faced. I don't and I don't know if anyone has ever taken it so effortlessly as as Dak has. I mean, the way that he takes on the media, the way that you know when problems happen, when the, with the whole him with Romo deal, he just took it with a matter of grace and just went about his business the right way. And so I, I can appreciate that, and especially when he's, he makes note of the him commanding the offense. And I think that's just him being lock in step, uh, as we've mentioned, with Kellen Moore and all of those things clicking. It's just good to see him come back from the ankle injury, get the, uh, the contract that he has, and just be the man that he is uh, for this team and represent it. He reference Staubach right off the bat and that's that's the thing it is the lineage and it's what people expect and you were here in the late aughts I guess when Tony there was a honeymoon period for Tony like in 06 and 07 and then 08 things didn't go so good and a lot of people turned on him and so that's that's part of this job yep you know I watched him boo Troy Aikman Mm. And I'm, yeah. I still to this day, I think it was one of the most disrespectful things I've ever seen was, was Troy Aikman being booed at home. And so I, it's, it's a lot. And, and Troy, run, Troy won him three. Yep. So it's a lot of pressure. What was the toughest thing Tony went through while you were here that you remember? Is there anything that stuck out specifically? No. Um, 
I think really just meeting the expectations, not only of the general public, but the organization and your teammates. I mean, that's, those are all three different standards. You know, that, that you're trying yeah. to meet. This is this isn't one is not one thing that you just say, it's, I have to come in, I have to be this guy and that, <clears throat> that works for everybody. <clears throat> that's not the case. You know, you gotta be a you gotta be a leader in the locker room so you guys respect you. You gotta be resilient on the field so guys respect you in that regard. You know, so you can so you can lead them. Um you have to be a, a public um a public figure to be able to handle all the responsibilities that that the organization places on you. Um, and then you have a responsibility just to be just simply a good guy. You I mean he can't go out in public. Right, he can't. He can't do normal stuff, right? So there's a whole, a whole lot of things. There's certain every every aspect of your life is tested, and um, it's a lot to bear. And you know all about that. You can't go out in public. Yeah, yeah. They just say they know me as Heckman security guard. Yeah, <laughs> you lying. Wow. You, you know you lying. Wow. <laughs> How about turning that around? Good. <laughs> he he took sure. quick with it. Dog. He quick with it. I can't, can't, can't hide money. <laughs> That's what it <laughs> is. All right, when we come back, I want to hit the second part of his uh, of his topic, and that was the trade conversation that we had yesterday. Is that an added element that we're forgetting around the potential to go make a trade for a big-name player when we return with more Talking Cowboys? Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. <laughs> see more, do more, Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Those are those Check the transgradient lenses. Is that yeah. what they're called? Transition and then I have, I, have, I, have readers, I have readers in them. You can't see the line either. What? Oh. You just winked at me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to read. Yeah. <laughs> I know 
all my people. I know. I, I got you. Rob, <laughs> Rob just got <laughs> so uncomfortable. And he not at all. Way no, he said, not he, at all. He, he knows what's he up. So wait, those are combos? Combos. Nice. Wow. It's there, it's there, dog. Hey, man, I can't see. Essler is crazy. Did you see uh, how fresh he was looking on ESPN with the Essilors the I other day? Yes, I did. Y'all suit game was Montebelli. I'm trying to learn. I did the tie-tie the, uh, that you told no, me. I'll see you. I'll see you. So I'll that's see you. why I'm learning you put, from is, you. you that, nah, you know, give me something. I thought he did that on his own. I tied it. Always protect the But he just taught me how to do it. What, was it the Oxford style or something different? Something Double it up. Oh, okay. Double it up. Yeah. All right. It was pretty nice. I like it. I'm going to do it with all my ties from here on out. All right. Uh, I kind of wanted to go back off of what Scott's second question, second part of his Mm. question was uh, on the fan call in the prior segment. He was talking about the trade conversation we had earlier. There's a lot of free agents available, and we mentioned that in the conversation about maybe Michael Gallup and who was a potential trade piece. Mm -hmm. Is that a possibility to shut down trade talks because you know – you want to save some of that capital later on, and the contracts that you would be bringing in would potentially upend any sort of cap space that you currently do have to bring anybody back next year? Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that's a, a factor. Because we mentioned the guys that are up after this year, and heck's right. I mean, the cap's going to go up. It's not going to go up substantially. I think it's probably closer to what it probably should have been last year. Mm-hmm. Um, now that you got attendance back, the revenue for the league should definitely go up. But yeah, they got to factor that in. Um, you know, there's only so much they can budget. Now, maybe maybe you don't care. Maybe you know, maybe mm. it's you know, if it's a situation where, you know, the NBA they do that it's expiring contract, but you're going for it. You know, and that's something they could keep in the back of their mind. I'm not thinking of anything specific, <clears throat> but uh, they Jerry said it though yesterday. They got a lot of guys coming off IR that they're pretty deep in most spots. You know. I don't know. Is there? Am I missing a position there? Isaiah's face right now. I'm just saying, you're, you're. This is as close as you've been in a very long time. This is as close as you've been. You feel good about it. You hope that you can continue pushing the envelope the way you in which you are um, and the success that you're having. You're in a very competitive division. Very competitive division. Not the NFC. We got you. We got okay. you, dog. All right. Our conference is that the best way? Conference. conference. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. A very competitive conference. Um, you're gonna need everything you got. You're going to need everything you got. There's there's something to being confident with what you have. There's also something to let's 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 double down on that. Let's add to let's it. let's add to that. How about how about we secure the bag per yeah. se? Um, and I think that the Cowboys are in the best position to secure the bag. I think there are players out there that teams will be willing to deal. We can't say names on this show. There are players out there that can have a, a, a immediate impact on this team. Whether in, I'm speaking specifically on defense, that I that I positions that I'm thinking about, and I think that there's a, there's a player or two that we can add that would literally say, "Oh crap!" When teams face, they would say, "Oh crap!" Yeah. I, this is a problem, right? The, the way that teams feel about us on offense right now, right? You know that feeling when we step out there and we have Gallup and everybody out there, and it's like, "Oh, there's, mm-hmm. there's, we can't stop it." Right at this point, we're playing bend but don't break because we just can't stop these guys. That's the offense we have. That's the offense that Kansas City had prior to these first <laughs> seven games, right? Um, and that that fear that teams have, you want that same fear when they have the ball on offense. You want that same fear, and I think we're in a position to ha- to to have that. We're, we're, we're we have very competitive. Flying or fast, defense, these guys are doing so much better than what we've had. We have an ability for our defense, our whole defense, not just one player, our entire defense to be feared 
and I think, and I would, if I was a GM, capitalize on this opportunity. And I, I love everything that you guys just said. And, and when I think about where we are right now, I, I, the, the saying success leaves clues, failure, mm-hmm. obviously speaks louder. Um, and you don't see teams that have been successful over a long period of time making those last-minute trades. I've never seen uh, New England do such a thing. I, and, and, and you may have more insight on that than I do because I just don't remember them ever saying midseason, make this trade for this guy. Okay. When you have – <clears throat> when you have – when Steve, look, Stephen Jones and Will McClay have done a wonderful job of building the roster. And right now, even when you search around the league, you may have exactly what you think you're missing on your team. Still haven't seen Kelvin Joseph. All right. And, 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 and again, real-time action, we hadn't seen him, but he may be the piece that you're talking about of having that dominant DB on the other side of Trayvon. This, we just don't know. It's the great unknown. Thanks. All right. We still haven't got Tank back. So if we have Tank in that same rotation with our defensive lineup, that changes the way that quarterbacks are having to get back there and look because, hey, boy, 90 is coming. And 94 is coming, and you have Micah barreling down on you as well. So, again, I just feel as though from a team aspect, this team has been built up the right way. And if you feel like you're close to, to getting it, or your team is built up so well and you're getting close to say, hey, man, we, are, we should legitimate Super Bowl contenders, that's because your front office has done everything the right way mm-hmm. through drafting. <clears throat> so, I mean, look, I don't disagree. That if you have an opportunity to go out there because of the equity that you have and all everything that you alluded to yesterday, why not do it? If you can, if you can, if you can do it. But I just feel like this team is right right now, and everything that you may be missing may be on IR and ready to come back. The only, I guess, instances I can think of of having the the top end teams going to the Super Bowl the last couple of years making trades to try and make it happen because you're right it doesn't happen a lot Kansas City hasn't done it in each of the last two years at least made a deadline-esque type deal Tampa Bay made a, a decent one yes or last year traded a six-round pick uh, to the Jets for Steve McClendon that nose tackle who actually played a decent role in their run. Uh, the the rest of what they did was basically signing. Offseason, yeah. It was it, yeah. it, not even not even offseason, but just Antonio Brown here, a Leonard Fournette there. I mean, they they made some of those moves throughout the year that kind of got them to that point. But you're right. Doesn't happen a whole lot. It's not like baseball where you see guys going out yeah. and trading everybody <laughs> at the de- deadline and emptying the farm system, emptying their depth to try and go get a guy. It doesn't happen as much in the NFL, but the Cowboys have seen it happen mm-hmm. to their success in the past. So Cowboys fans are certainly going to rely on that. When they've done it, it's kind of been out of desperation. Like they've made in season trades, but it was, you know, they, they were struggling on defense, so they get Michael Bennett. They don't have a number one wide receiver, so they go get Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Romo gets hurt, so they get Matt Castle. So, <laughs> okay. so it was, and that didn't work out. But, they, they, but I'm just saying, like they haven't they haven't done that. To your point, doesn't mean position. they shouldn't if something yeah. comes yeah. up that 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 fits on you know. What do you, what do you guys say? Would you guys? Okay, so oh, yeah. make make a move or sit still. Yeah. Go sit still. I'm making a move. Mm, sit still. I think I would sit still as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I like it though. Mm-hmm. Depen- I, depends on what's out there. Yeah, I'm going, I mean, to, it's, I, it's, I'm going to. I'm going to take it. If there's a position, I'm going to take it. If you tell me there is a Pro Bowl corner and a Pro Bowl defense, that's what he's talking. That's there, exactly what he's talking. And about. you can get him <laughs> yeah. for nothing. No, I'm not saying nothing. Oh, I'm saying. I'm saying nothing. nothing. I'm saying what? What are you going after this year? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Sure. You, you have a. So let's t- let's talk about the cornerback position, right? We have do have two cornerbacks that we're paying ten million dollars to. 
collectively, right? We have another cornerback. We have another couple cornerbacks that we drafted, right? Mm-hmm. The guys are going to be waiting in the wings, right? So those guys, this, the reality is those guys aren't ready, right? <clears throat> One of them isn't ready. One of them we don't know yet. Um, so those guys aren't ready to make a huge impact on this team this year for this year's run, right? They're there. They can add to what you got, but more, more so in special teams and all that. If you have an opportunity to go get you a complete dog and put him across from, from Diggs, you're saying that you wouldn't do that? It's, for for one year, but I would, but I don't want to give up a ton to get him. No, That's no, I'm not saying thing. a ton. I'm not saying a ton. But but we have excess that we're not going to be able to retain all of. Hmm. No, I I and I've <laughs> and I've even said that I agree with you yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, that yeah, degree yeah. that it, because of what you have and you're so you have so much depth and mm-hmm. positions, it would behoove you mm-hmm. if you if that's there for you to take advantage of it. Yeah. I'm just saying that right now, hell, you got everything. I hear you. You, I you hear may you. stay it feels, pat. It feels good. It, it, it feels damn good. good. But you know what? I like to I like to know even though I got a half tank and even though I got three quarters of a tank. If I'm about to hit a road trip, guess where I'm going? I'm going to the gas station first. Gas station. I'm going to the gas station. I know I can get there on three quarters, but guess what? If I can go on a full tank, why not? Says the man with an electric car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a great way to end it. That's it for us here on Talking Cowboys. For Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, I'm Kyle Yeomans. We'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Thanks for joining us on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?